for us to just be um, still for a minute. If you feel comfortable closing your eyes, you can do that. You don't have to close your eyes. And what I invite you to notice is a, a sense of being, a sense that there is existence, a sense of being alive and aware and alert. And each one of the supposed individual us, that's the underlying truth of all. Just be still as you can and notice the peace that's ever present. I think that's good for now. So I welcome you to raise your hands and I will address whatever questions that arise. Now, this is interesting. You do know that you registered for a question and answer session. I think Steve's got his hand up. Come on Where? in, Steve. Um, I don't you know. Yeah, I've got a question. I didn't um, see you. Oh, there you are. So sorry. Uh, <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, I've been practicing um, natural meditation and um, self-inquiry pretty intensively over the past month. I've been just gobbling up this non-duality stuff and uh, always been attracted to... Um, Eastern philosophy and so forth, but I started having some experiences. I'm not really sure how to describe them. Um, mm -hmm. Last Saturday, I drove to the supermarket um, to get some groceries, and I drive a manual transmission car, meaning I have to physically change gears. So they're kind yes. of kind of going out of vogue, but I love them because it makes me pay attention to uh, my driving. Mm. And uh, the the supermarket was is about four miles away from my house, and uh, and um, so I left my house, and about two and a half miles into the drive, it occurred to me, I didn't know who was shifting the gears. It was a sense that it was somebody else was driving the car, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it was it, it was a little bit startling. But I had there was no conscious effort involved mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. shifting gears, and I mm -hmm. it was a little bit startling, mm -hmm. um, but I. I accepted it and I let it go. And Marie uh, from driving my car so frequently, but then the 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 experience repeated itself on Tuesday night. I was making a sandwich at dinner time um, to share with my two dogs, and um, and again it was like the sandwich was making itself. I there was mm -hmm. there was no conscious, you know. I know. I know exactly what you mean. And I don't really know how to describe. Is that like a, a, a signature of 
a little bit of an awakening or is it just, I don't really know. Yes. So I guess in the, in the vernacular of non-duality, those were glimpses of true nature. And um, as you describe, there was noticing and there was activity. There was noticing something, what, what was happening. Mm -hmm. And and that's actually that's that's just actually the, the, the truth of it all. That there is you as people, we're all we're programmed to believe that we are this body, separate and individual from everything that appears or that's going on around us. So it's me and other. What you experienced was the truth of non-duality, that there is no one there. There's just impersonal, unidentified, neutral witnessing or noticing or observing. And that there was the noticing of what was happening but no one was doing it. It was a witnessing of the happening. So should I, I guess, should I anticipate that, that that will continue as I continue my practice, that eventually it'll become sort of like a permanent condition? Well, there's, there's no, go back to your experience. Was there a someone there noticing or was there just noticing? No, there wasn't. It was just, like I said, it was like the car yes. was driving itself and I don't recall making any conscious decision to okay gears or so forth. So in answer to your question, the, the experiencing was that there was no one there. So who would it be that's, doing something to be witnessing what's already happening mm. there's there's no one there permanently to be awakened or um have that witnessing you are the witnessing I'm going to sound, I don't care. I'm going to say it is a plug because there's not the best. Could you imagine? So you have this experience and instead of coming to someone else to tell you what that experience means, what if you actually recognize that as yourself? What if you actually knew yourself to just be the witnessing? of what apparent what appears before you mm -hmm. and you're free free from being a doer and a knower um there was there was no doer to speak of exactly the way the best way if you will of 
sustaining that or having that be and experiencing more is to consciously be witnessing. So when, when you have the opportunity, which through the living method you can, to discover what you are not, when you delete or remove the false beliefs of who you are, what's left is what is. And you've already experienced that. But once you've removed when, knowing what you are not and the truth reveals itself consciously, it can be stabilized. And you can discover through practice, then after you awakening, through practice, you can do inquiry and stabilize being witnessing instead of being Steve or believing you're Steve or believing there's a Steve. Okay. There is a skillful means coming up the beginning of November. I mean, you've had marvelous experience of it. It's fresh and new. I mean, I you put yourself in a skillful means and it will be, you'll be answering your own questions about, <laughs> about what you experience. There were wonderful glimpses. And what's wonderful also is there's a retention. There's, and that's not from memory, I don't think. There's like a, would you say, a knowingness that's not intellectual, a sort of a getting without intellect that there was no doer there. There was no one there. It was just happening. It's not just a, it's not just a thought. I don't think it's just a, a memory. Um, but um, yes, that can, that can be stabilized. Definitely can be stabilized. That's, that's a blessing. It's wonderful. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you, Steve. Um, I couldn't uh, introduce Ian before because he couldn't get on the internet, um, but he's just joined us. So I'd like to introduce Ian, who's part of the team as well. So he'll also be answering some questions. So uh, Ian, do you want to just say a few words so everyone knows uh, who you are, what you You have to unmute yourself, Ian. Is, that, uh, is that better? Can you hear me now? It is. It is. Yeah, excellent. So, hi, everybody. Sorry I'm a little bit late. I'm on holiday in Kos in Greece, uh, and the internet is not as good. I think everyone's back in the hotel, and they're draining the power. So, I finally found a little spot here. Um, so, just, just to let you know a little bit about myself, I, I've been through most of Fred's programs. Uh, I, I love the living method. It's it's given freedom to the experiencing of life that wasn't there before. There's a natural beauty that I see in it. I love sharing about it and answering questions about it. It's um yeah, it's been really amazing. So looking forward to talking to you all tonight. So any questions, that'll be great. Thanks. Thanks, Ian. Oh. Okay, the floor is Randy Wood has any questions.
I guess everybody thought that everybody, someone else would be asking good questions and that, and, <laughs> <laughs> and they could, they could benefit from the answers there. <laughs> and, and, and that's Can I just say true. a bit, Louise, about what the... What, Ian? You broke up. I, I think... <laughs> Glenda, the say what's the language from the letter? It's so fundamental to to what the teaching is. It's so important. I think it's something that until it's realised that it that it's the reverse teaching compared to most teachings. Uh, and I think that I, I think people really want to know what 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 it's really all about and why why it's different. Um, so, so do you want to say that, Glenda? Because you might have better signal. I don't mind doing it from here if it's clear. Um. That's fine. Janet has her hand up. Ian, do you want to take okay. it? Do you want me to answer? Let, let's hear the question. Let's see what Janet's got to say, ask. Hi, Janet. Yeah. Hi, it's nice to be here and meet you all. Um, I was just wondering, can you give us a little um, taste of what the living method is all about? You know, um, I, I'm not new to non-duality. I, too, have had some wonderful... Um, experiences <laughs> like you know the gentleman before me was talking about mm -hmm. and i too would like to just have the stabilization what you're what you're referring to glinda mm -hmm. um so if you could kind of give me a, a, a more of a idea really about the living method you know what what a little you know more of an understanding about how that works thank you yeah well the the basic difference the, uh, that the living method offers from all other non-dual teachings, as far as I'm aware, is that in non-duality, it's a journey to what's called enlightenment. If you practice, 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 if you're lucky, you'll get there and you'll be enlightened. Or awakened and what's taught is that there is some place to arrive to like once you're awakened you have arrived you've graduated and everything will be um i don't know the land of milk and honey yeah. the the living method is is very real. It's backwards because it starts off with an awakening. And that awakening can happen rather quickly. Most awakenings happen. Well, the sessions for awakening are usually 90 minutes. Most people wake up within an hour and then the let the other 30 minutes are spent in what's called clearing let me show you something that might help can can you see this it's a clear jar and it has colored balls in them no analogy is perfect. 
it's not perfect because obviously there are limits to the to the jar. Imagine there is no limit to the jar. It's clear. That's what you are. When you present yourself to the living method, you think you are the colored balls. You think that's who you are. And you keep working on the balls and making it better and think more, better, different. So the living method shows shows you that you're not the balls. Let's say all the balls are removed and you see that what is, what remains after, what remains after all the balls are removed is just clarity. And there's no other teaching that does, does that. And what's real about it is, is that these balls represent patterns. So the happenings and the experiencing, the thinking, feeling, sensing, everything that's occurring is patterns. So you've had an awakening. Patterns are conditioned, they're still there. But having seen that you're not that and knowing the clarity that you are through inquiry or practice then, you can experience the clarity that you are. Um, I don't know if that analogy helped, but in terms of other teachings in non-duality, they're, they're just talking to the balls. The balls can never be clear. So you, it's yeah. such a profound difference. It's so it's almost too simple. It's so basic. In other words, so the great master, the great teacher, the enlightened one is sitting at the 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 dais or the the, the stage, you know, and everybody's sitting there, the poor schnooks, wanting to get where he is and be like he is. It's it's it really is the cosmic cosmic joke because there's only that clarity there and the patterns that overlay it, you know? And a teacher that's addressing all the patterns are not, it's not real. They can never, that can never wake up. The body can never wake up. The Janet that you think that you are that doesn't exist can never wake up. But it does take a seeing, a real, it's not just an intellectual knowing there's no Janet, there's no me. You must experientially know, so to speak. Just like Steve shared his experience, or if you've had those, ex those experiences where there's no one there. It's just experiencing. There's no one there. But to, in a guided um, in a guided way to be guided to experiencing that and know what you're experiencing makes a tremendous difference. Yes. And then the job is to either patterns still arise. Behavior of Janet, beliefs of Janet still arise after awakening. But knowing the clarity that you are, they are either 
dismissed, ignored, or with, with clearing path, the clearing journey, they dissolve many, they dissolve over time with persistent clearing patterns dissolve. Or it doesn't matter if they don't dissolve. You're still the, you're still this. You're always that. There's only that. Thank you, Glenda. That was uh, wonderful. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, I, I don't want to take a lot of time here, but I know there's- No, idea. that's okay. It's I just want to say, I um, I started reading that book of, of Fred's uh, Beyond Recovery. You know, I, yes. I do belong to 12-step. And it's so wonderful because just like you were saying, there's not someone to wake up. <laughs> yes. I love it. So I'm in like, yes. I'm like on the fourth step chapter, you know, so I'm loving it. Anyway, thank you so that's much. Wonderful. Yes. And it's a wonderful question. And I could go on and on about distinctions, but that's the most important, important, important one. Um, and there is also probably in the beginning of the year, there's going to be a, a wonderful course. It's going to be um, uh, led by uh Bowden Herrick, and it's called Freedom Beyond Recovery. And you might be interested in, in that, but I, I'd still say if anybody in this room, if you really want to experience true nature and stabilize that, if there's room in skillful means, please, please try to get yourself into the skillful means that's coming up. And then you would probably love um, Freedom Beyond Recovery, which is using that book and and like taking the, the best of, of both, but bringing the freedom of the living method to 12-step practice, let's so to speak. Yeah. Thank you, Janet. That was a great question. Jake has his hand up. Do you want to speak to Jake? I think Ian's in I'm can't. not often called unstable, but I, I, okay. I can call myself unstable tonight. I'm really <laughs> sorry. The internet is not going. Yeah. Uh, it's not, not really going. Okay. Going Okay. But yeah, so I could speak. That's I, I, if if it stays, it'll be great. I'd love to speak to Jake. All right. If if you if it goes in and out, I'll I'll take take a with with pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, thanks so much, Glenda, uh, Louisa, and Ian for hosting. Uh, it's really glad to be here to ask some questions. Um, I know a little bit about the the living method. I get. Uh, I understand that it's a guided process of some kind. I was just wondering if you could speak to how that the process itself was developed. Yeah. Um, so, so I'll, I'll try that, Jake. Um, thank you for the question. Um, so, for my own personal experience, I'd been jumping around with lots of different teachers, looking for something for Ian um, for quite a long period of time. Um, when I when I came across Fred, 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 Fred's method, the, the living method is very, very, very different. It, so he's got a process where, first of all, his first goal is for me to see the illusionary nature of the Ian, the Ian that has all the problems, the suffering, the 
problems at work, the money, the stress, the, the Ian that carried all of that. Fred, Fred's felt very, very clear that he's got a methodology that goes into who you think you are, um, where you think you were born, uh, your, your nature when you were at school, and he's got a fixed process of going through that. So most of it, all you can do is realize that it's so obviously true that there's no in there. It's so obviously true. And Fred repetitively through the awakening sessions points this out and points to it and points to it. And there comes a certain point at which we, you sort of get a bit of a knowing that there definitely isn't an ear. And this is the fundamental shift because once, once it's grokked over here or, or understood that there's not any Ian, then when Ian starts to show up, you've got a, a sort of framework to, to look at life from, to see, well, where's Ian showing up and where isn't he? Um, and and it's, not, it's not like the, the questions and the method and the process is very, very quite specific. There are certain subjects that Fred goes through about being born, about birth certificates, about school, about introducing your friends and how, how you even know yourself. I mean, to be honest, the, Ian, Ian itself or Jake is just a thought. When you really notice it, they're just thoughts. They're just the thought of Jake. There's just the thought of Ian. And then there's the thought of Ian who has a life and a, a family and children and work. Um, but the fundamental premise is that there's no Ian there. It's, it's such a strong... Mm. Um, deliverable consistent process I, I i've seen fred deliver it many many times um and and glenda also deliver it and and it's very very consistent because it asks the questions that never get asked directly elsewhere and they get asked in this moment so who's sitting in this chair in this moment is where fred asks the question he only points to this experience right here when he's questioning he's not questioning a thing called yesterday or tomorrow. And he's very, very direct and very, very specific. I found with other teachers, they would they'd get me to ponder things over time. And there was always somewhere to get to or another conversation to have. Fred is extremely direct um, with me. I felt quite confronted actually at first. He was right in my face um, with questions that he challenged me with. I, I really did think I was Nian who was gonna find something one day called an awakening and I was going to be enlightened and my life was going to work out a lot better. And what I discovered with Fred is that the Ian itself was an illusion and um, it's systematic programming of questioning in the right order, Jane. Does, does that, do you want to say something extra on that, Glenda? I don't know if you, everybody I'm just, that. I'm just not uh, sure. I want to make sure that Jake, Jake, were you interested in like the development of it or how, how it came to be or what Ian is is just describing about somewhat of the of the um process. What Ian described about the process was, was very helpful and it gives me more insight into what it entails. But if you also have knowledge about how it was developed, I'd also be curious about that too. It's actually an interesting story and that's why I thought that um you you were looking for first you have to understand that there really is no doer so 
Fred in doing um, his spiritual work was just one day sitting where he usually sits and reading whatever spiritual book he was reading. And he had a, a vision. He, he saw, he had, he imagined seeing um, seekers climbing up a staircase, trying to get to the landing, which was reaching enlightenment. But what he saw was skeletons and had this like a connection thing that we've like the seeking, it's been all wrong. They are dying on the way to trying to reach enlightenment. They're trying to get someplace. And from that scene of all the corpses on the way to the enlightenment, he realizes that no, first there has to be the, the, the seeing, the seeing of, of what is, have to start from the landing and then clear, clear up clear up what's on the stairs after starting from the landing. It's funny that that just came. I've never heard him say it that way. I got to share that. And that was brilliant. What came out from here. You know, this is, this is what it's like. It's like, there's no one here. It's just flowing through this body, you know? And that's what it is. You have to start at the landing and clean up what, you know, afterwards you know that's what it is but that's what he saw and from there whatever kept coming through you know it was a process and it still is a process that's why it's called the living method um because there's no permanent one to get something there's nothing to get it's already here and since there's no permanent entity or one here, there's just like, you know how we're observing all this happening and such? So there's a flow or happening of more of what seems to be happening here and how what is, is recognized or seen, I guess gets clearer and clearer as more of those pattern balls are seen through or dissolve. But that's what I know about the story, how it started. Thank you so much. That's very intriguing. Um, and I can definitely see the correspondence between the what I what you've shared about the living method and the you know the vision itself, right? Yes. That's how it started. And so they're no, they're not skeletons, right? They're at a point where, at the very beginning, let's give them some food, some sustenance, and then help them, <laughs> you know, clear up from there. Yes. 
Could you, I think you or maybe others in um, this session have spoken to stabilization mm -hmm. or maybe have used that word. And I think it goes to your analogy about the balls and the jar and that stabilization, I assume, means that the balls are taking precedent in someone's experience. Whereas um, when you're stabilized, there might be balls, but you recognize what your true nature is, you know, yes. for most yes. of the time, even though there are yes. balls there, right? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. It doesn't matter. So, it doesn't matter if they're arising or not, if it's the patterns there or not. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, that because you are not it, you're not the pattern. Yeah. Yeah. And so that clears up for me what you mean by stabilization. I think I've heard Fred kind of mention what percentage of people wake up during the awakening sessions, but could you also speak to that as well? Oh, it's very high. It's in the high 90s. Most people do. Most people do have a seeing of, of, of true nature. Do most people have the, um, the persistence to be on a steady, regular clearing path? That's a different different question. With, re with regard to you using the word stabilization, I, I just wanna say, you know, when, we, when we're speaking of these things, we, we can't find, no words are the right words because the underlyingness of all of this is prior to language. So stabilize is an okay word, but you can see in truth, there is really no stabilization because there's nobody to stabilize. And I do, that I just want that to be clear. There's no one to stabilize, but in experiencing what's viewed is a stabilizing of supposedly the body or the unit as Fred calls it, living as true nature, as opposed to living, believing they are the body, the mind, the emotions. Mm -hmm. um, so it looks like a stabilization. You know, many of the patterns that imaginary Jake has, we all have them, like we do certain things and we say, oh, I, I, I shouldn't have done that or I, I should know better than that or, you know, um, I'm not clear enough or all these things, these thought, these thoughts um, that arise. Oh God, I know I have something wonderful to say and I just lost, lost what it was. The point that I wanted to make, why I meant, mentioned that, um, I guess it's not important enough. It'll come up. Um, that's perfect. Well. Yeah, that's no worries. And I, I think I had another question as well while you were speaking. Yeah. So the the ninety percent of folks you had mentioned that you know now what percentage of those actually continue with the clearing because that clearing is what and stabilization are very closely linked. Um, I assume is that what you're kind of saying? Clearing is the really the path, if you will, or the journey, and what it looks like 
this stabilization or stability in living living um if i say that how long were you, have you been um a non-dual student or seeker jake great question 20 years all right so over those 20 years have you been consistent in your reading your meditation your going to retreats or whatever all the things that we seekers do yeah pretty much yeah you have your things that you do in a day right to address that aspect of living yeah okay so now you could do it consciously <laughs> and benefit for clearing i think that if somebody is just curious and has an awakening and sees their true nature and they're just curious and they're not necessarily going to invest energy in clearing. Yeah. But if someone has been a sincere seeker of truth, now you can do it consciously, knowing that you are that truth. Yeah. And, and so for most folks, after like go through skillful means, when they have that initial awakening, I'm guessing there's an opening but for most people, does it does it close down relatively soon after, it could, after that? He, because there's no someone that that's happening to. Yeah. You're aware, obviously, like, do you know what your next thought is going to be? I do not, no. No. Thinking arises, does it not? Mm-hmm. Okay. There's no one controlling that. Just right. thinking arises. So at any... <laughs> you can't speak this stuff. You can't. So at any point in time, but there is no time, but what's experienced as any point in time, the next thought that arises most likely will be egoic in nature. You know, and it has the clearing path or process mm. encourages or guides it being so what. Mm. But yes, you're any one of us is one thought away from believing a thought, and you're in the dream. Mm -hmm. But that's part of it. That that's part of this experiencing, you know. There there's no one, so to speak, that will always consciously like when Steve is talking about making his sandwich or driving the car, you're not always thinking, I am clarity, I am more, I am peace, I am it, you know. You know, it's just happening. Mm -hmm. You know. You don't don't have to every second of living be consciously knowing but there is but there is I, it's hard to put in words but when there's a point where very consistently the arising of egoic thinking is is not identified with at all 
there is a stand or a I'm trying to think of the right word. I can't think of the right word. Let's go back to stability because the other words that I'm looking for aren't coming to me. Um, of standing as true nature, standing as peace or clarity over. And whatever arises is arising. Whatever is happening is happening. And it's not happening to or for anybody. It's just mm -hmm. happening. And mm -hmm. that's how 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 it is. Um, so um it's it's really seeing that all of it is it, even unconscious egoic behavior is mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. It's all it. Mm -hmm. And so as there's, and sorry, somebody else wants to go. Mm -hmm. um, I just kind of these, the, uh, everybody is benefiting from these, uh, the, this conversation. So. so as the egoic patterns are fall away and stability grows, I think I've heard Fred speak to it or differentiate between awakening and liberation. Is that the case or no? no. I know I've heard, heard others speak to that difference, but I don't know if Fred does. No. Well, yeah. it's experienced as liberation, but in truth, there's no, there's no one to be liberated. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's felt like liberation. It's felt like liberation or awakening from the dream of being a Jake. Yeah. yeah, for some reason I was thinking, and this is how some others see your speak to it. So maybe that's why I was thinking Fred did as well, but they differentiate between awakening, which is that initial opening where, uh, mm -hmm. where there's still usually a lot of egoic detritus kind of hanging around you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then liberation is following that down the road after the clearing that uh, there's been substantial clearing so that there is strong stabilization and you don't have the owner coming in as readily to yeah take ownership of yeah that of the, of the experience so it's i think the work the the word that I was looking for before was conviction. Okay. So then the point of conviction is, is I think what you're pointing to with this liberation. So when there's conviction that you are it, mm -hmm. then regardless of what is apparently happening, it's what is it? How they say water rolls off a, du a duck's back? Yeah. It doesn't stick. It doesn't matter. This, it, the conviction, I think, would be what really is the the liberation. You're describing that you reach a point, so to speak, where you're really liberated from jakeness. Yeah. 
or thinking you're a Jake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, there can just be, what's the word, just kind of waffling back and forth between uh, glimpses and ego. Oscillation. Oscillation, yes. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Between there's a sense, and, there's a know. sense of oscillation. Yeah. There's no yeah. one to oscillate. If there's yeah. only one thing going on, can it oscillate from its itself to something else if there's only one thing? It cannot. No. It cannot. Yeah. But there's a sense of oscillation. There's yeah. a sense of, I got it, I lost it. Oh my God, I don't know how many years I had. I got it, I lost it, I got it, I lost it. Yeah. yeah. That's the dream state. Could you speak That's a believing, bit? when I believed I was a Glenda, looking for, trying to find my true self, I got it and lost it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a lot of years, so it seemed. Could you speak a little bit to some of the processes that are used during clearing? I think I saw Fred had actually, in a somewhat recent post, had identified, or maybe it's on the website, had identified some certain practices I think he uses. Um, and, he, and he uses inquiry. He uses uh, inquiry. You know, inquiry is the the is bedrock the right of foundation of of um of recognition in the living method. Mm -hmm. You can see that once that it's recognized true nature, and that's all there is. There's um a seeing that all this happening and doing and what is is appearing um say say your question again please now, i was just wondering i've seen on the the website on the yes no no the inquiry right? inquiry i was speaking of inquiry so as what's happening or apparently happening arises with alertness it comes to be noticed egoic patterns come to be noticed like a, a very prevalent thought that comes up is, I should be clearer than this. Very, very common. The living method, if you're alert, you would say, who says? Who's saying that? Mm -hmm. And like that, you inquiry. Just inquiry. I, I think I've seen Fred say he uses Byron Katie a good bit too. He when he he started when he was on his journey, he did use um her um inquiry um questions a lot in, in yeah. inquiry um and felt that they're very um I haven't worked with Byron K Katie's questions inquiry, but um he does feel that they're very skillful, not yeah. they're not necessarily um for a, a wake a tool for awakening yeah, but yeah. um for clearing the kid but but <sighs> appropriate inquiry mm -hmm. questioning 
to to burst the bubble of belief of arising thinking is is that's it that's that's what does it great well most important thing is to know who is those thoughts who is it yeah well thank you very much i appreciate you answering uh, my barrage of questions they were wonderful they were absolutely perfect everybody including myself <laughs> benefits wonderful more hands more questions i could just jump in for a minute the um, one of the beauties of uh, fred's uh, teaching and whole program is that I mean, he has the, orig the original awakening uh, sessions, which can be one-on-one -on -one or it can be in the group, um, the uh, skillful means he calls it. But he also has a series of things for clearing. Yes. Which is very unique. Um, and he has the group clearing series, which is, uh, I think, still has some openings um, if you want to join that. But he's also got this weekly satsang meeting, which is every Sunday, two o'clock uh, Eastern time. And it's a mix of people. It can be newer people. It can be more established people have been around for many years. And that is incredibly helpful for clearing because it's just this continual process of, of hearing him talk about it or maybe Glenda talking about it. Um, people give reports. They ask questions. It's, it's You know, it, Mike, what you just said was so beautiful. I never heard said that way. But it's just, it doesn't exist in any other teaching. There's no clear. There, yeah, it's just not recognized. Yes. Thank you for mentioning that. Yes, there are avenues for, for clearing. Small group clearing sessions, one-on-one -on -one clearing ses sessions, and satsang. It's available. And I, I, quite frankly, you know, there's no opportunity if, if, if you're in the room like this and questions are asked and, and um, it's clearing, you know, it just is, you know. Thank you, guys. Yeah, there's support. There's support there. You're not just left like hang hanging, you know. 